You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley. And happy Monday. I did it so much better than Todd. You do. You do. That was a terrible, terrible <laughs> impression of you. But hey, we, we make do. Todd. You did make do. Yeah. It was great. Uh, joining us this week in the Palace of Megapixels is an author, blogger, and fellow podcaster who's co-authored the book series Epic Fails of History when he's not contributing articles to sites like ComicZombie.net and geek to geek Media, you can probably find him co-hosting his Star Trek rewatch show, Too Young for This Trek, and editing his very entertaining Podcasters Assemble, a yeah. show that this audience should know uh, because Better. we talk about it, or we have <laughs> talked about it for the last few months. Mm-hmm. And while my contributions to the show started uh, the constant barrage of plugs on here, my genuine love for the concept will continue to fuel those actions. Uh, but the man <laughs> responsible is hardworking and incredibly talented, Eric Slater. Hey guys, happy to be here. Uh, Yay, welcome. Thank you so much. That was an amazing introduction. <laughs> well, I do my best. I don't want to just be like, hey, and here's this guy who's who's just on the show with us today. You'll hear him in the background every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just there. Yeah, I'm just here. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. I've actually been uh, going through the backlog of uh, your episodes, and I'm really enjoying it. It's good stuff. Thank you. Oh, well, thank and you. I, I do appreciate all the shout outs to Podcasters Assemble. Uh, and of course, being on the show, which has uh, been great. You guys are both awesome. It, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's just such a fun concept. I'm telling yeah, you. I, I'm really digging it. Um, it. It's a lot of work, like editing wise, um, but yeah. it's worth it. You know, um, you know, get a lot of a lot of passionate people on there. So that's been fun. Oh, yeah. Tell me if I've got this right. We came, we became acquainted through Facebook, probably the Great Mates group. Would that be correct, or would there be a different group? Uh, what? Which one was it? Which group? The Great Mates group. I don't, I don't know if I'm on there. <laughs> and no, I no, no. I, I'm try, I was trying yeah. to figure out where exactly this happened because I remember yeah. seeing your post uh-huh. for the upcoming season of Podcasters Assemble. I think was for. Uh, Godzilla or Kong Godzilla-thon. Yeah, and yeah, I thought, yeah. Ooh, I'm here, but I couldn't remember what group it was that we shared that that I found that. Oh man, it might have been um, Tyler was helping me kind of promote that, so maybe he oh, posted okay. it there. He uh, may have. Yeah. So um, originally, Tyler and Troy were the ones that kind of started that podcast, and then they both had uh, newborns like at the same time and so (laughs) i kind of helped them out jumped in and like kept the (laughs) podcast going because they just didn't have time to you know sure keep it going so uh, that's awesome though yeah yeah for that concept to have just uh fallen off by the wayside because it's it's a good concept it really is yeah oh i totally agree yeah i 
you know, I've definitely enjoyed working on the show for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels, I don't know, I don't even know how to ex- describe it. It's kind of like a documentary style podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen, there's this Netflix show, uh, it's The Toys That Made Us. They also had a spinoff yes. yes. of Movies That Made Us. And mm-hmm. I kind of was going for like um, that editing style where like someone will say something and then I'll cut in someone like completely contradicting them. Yeah. And I really like to kind of play that up, like some of the different opinions, you know. Oh, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed some of your editing choices here and there where you'll throw in where you'll repeat something or like you said, you'll <laughs> juxtapose it with with a differing opinion. It's it's yeah. beautiful. I love it. It's, oh, it's yeah. great stuff. It's really great. Yeah. So we'll we'll probably go in uh, a little bit deeper with you uh, a little bit later. But right now, I want to do uh, a few things I want to talk about real quick, just to touch on. Um, I've I've probably mentioned on this show. I don't know how deep I, I've talked about the last drive-in, right? Yes. I don't. Well, we talk a lot. It could have been do. on the show. It could have been <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. Okay. I don't know if I've talked about the last drive-in here. I feel like I have. But uh, The Last Drive-In is a show on Shudder, uh, oh, which yeah. is a horror streaming site if you're into that sort of thing. They have the new Creep Show, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I got to check that out there at some go. point. Um, the Last Drive-In is like one of my new favorite things because it's like a old school uh, horror watch along where you have uh, your host, Joe Bob Briggs, who talks and introduces your movie and then you watch it with him, kind of like Elvira or Svengoolie or... Zachary, you know, these old uh, horror yeah. hosts of the, the way back when. Mm-hmm. And they've they've been doing a lot of these. And I've been I, actually this is like the first year I've actually been able to watch it live. Oh, so nice. I get to participate with oh, the yeah. conversation because they, you have all these people talking about it on Twitter. And depending on what the movies are, maybe I'm in, maybe I'm out like this past Friday. I checked out <laughs> because I just I wasn't in for um nicholas cage oh you know, he's just really he's really hit or oh, miss. it can't be right i was just gonna say the same <laughs> <Sorry>. thing <laughs> because, <laughs> it can go either way <laughs> because it was just like am i in the mood for nicholas cage right now right. am i in the mood for his insanity nah, <laughs> i'm just not i'm just not because they were showing mandy and i've never seen it i don't okay. know if you guys have no um but it's supposed to be like this crazy balls to the wall death metal type I don't know what it is. It just sounded insane. That actually piqued my interest. It, I mean, it did. <laughs> I mean, just listening to the way they talked about it, I was like, I would be so in for this. Mm-hmm. But Nick Cage is just going to take it to an extreme, and I just don't know if I'm ready for that extreme. Well, yeah. it depends on which Nick Cage you get. No, this yeah. is it can be glorious. That's and, true. And, maybe and it, it could be painful. Yeah. Also, I don't know which way. one. <laughs> I've seen pictures of his face, and I'm like, that looks like the insane one. So... <laughs> Uh, I just, I wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it, but I did want to talk about last week because last week I had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and Lace, you, I don't know if you follow me directly or if you had to turn off notifications because (laughs) Todd was just like, I will never turn it off. I know, but it was just like, I'm sure I was blowing up because Todd was just like, (laughs) man, you were going nuts Friday night. And I was like, I know, but it was so cool. Uh, they showed, they do double features, which is a cool drive in. thing to do Mm -hmm. um they showed a movie called ginger snaps which i'd always wanted to see but i never watched or had seen up to that point is that the one about about the witches werewolves werewolves okay okay yeah i think i'm thinking of a different one two emo sisters (laughs) who oh god i want to die but then one of them gets bit by a werewolf and (laughs) then you know things 
I, I'm I'm not doing it justice, but um, <laughs> it, I love emu sisters. Yeah, emu sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a. I mean, it was that's terrifying. fun. I mean, it was actually as good as you know I'd heard. It wasn't just like the most <clears throat> revelation or you know biggest revelation I'd ever had. Like, oh my god, this is I can't believe I missed this. Yeah. But the second movie, <laughs> second movie is where it's at. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of a movie called Fried Berry? No. No. Okay. Can't say this I have. One, this recently came out, and I'm gonna. Oh, it's like like, like really like recent. 2021. Yeah, like um, they released it on Shutter last week as an exclusive. Oh, okay. And then oh, okay. they chose to show it on the drive-in. As a watch along. Oh man. Oh man, this movie. Let me just break it down in a nutshell. This is the the purest form that I can put it in as far as a plot. <laughs> um Barry is a heroin addict okay. living in Cape Town, South Africa, and he gets abducted by an alien. That's a plot twist. Oh. And then the alien who is possessing his body makes his way through this town and his misadventures until and nobody believes him because he's a heroin addict right that's the weird thing people are like this is the most heroin looking guy i've ever seen in my life like he was built okay. to portray a heroin addict oh my god mm-hmm. and yet women are fawning all over him oh. it's just the most bizarre thing and then he just he says nothing throughout most of the film i'll say that at least after the abduction and then the the action the the chaos the insanity you'll this is a movie you'll either love or you hate you're either in or you're not i can't i can't say it any more than that well is there plenty of riffing for me oh yeah oh yeah oh then i might have a good time you you may and the soundtrack is amazing like when i listened to it um as i was hearing it as it was going on, that was one of the draws. Is like the music's kind of keeping you into it. And you're like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a thought in the back of my head. I was like, you know what? This has kind of got like some Hotline Miami vibes, you know? Because it's oh, got nice. that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And okay, then I can go down with that. I was gonna say something about it on Twitter, and I was like, nah, no one's gonna know what that means. <laughs> and then, and then. Well, I guess like two people. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that reference. <laughs> I swear to you, uh, later on in that in that evening. There was somebody who was talking about it. I was like, dude, this director needs to direct like a Hotline Miami movie with this soundtrack and all this other. And I was like, dude, I, I, yes, yes. <laughs> and, See, you should have. And the director liked it. He'd been following along. He was all oh, into shit. it. That's awesome. Dude's been stalking me. I swear to God. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it, it started to weird me out a little bit. <laughs> like, not that I would shit on the guy, because, I <laughs> yeah. mean, the guy's talented, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, there would be these, like, all my tweets that I've been talking about, Fried Berry, because I was just into it. And then suddenly, dude's liking it. Dude's liking it. Dude's liking it. Somebody asked. This is completely removed from the last drive-in. <laughs> Days later. Someone asked for a recommendation for a horror movie. I said, Fried Berry, love it or hate it. Dude liked it. Nice. He doesn't even follow me. <laughs> but he, Well, maybe he's I, looking up the hashtag. Yeah. He must be. Can't you do that on the Twitters? I, like, I think that's how that works. Tweets with words that sound like. Yeah. But still, it was yeah, cool was and strange, <laughs> strange at the same time. I'm like, oh, cool. That, he's stalking me, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But. That's I always awesome. would get nervous then. I'd be like, what did I say? Have you yeah. checked his IMDb page? 
I'd be curious. He, this is like the first big thing he's done. Oh, like, nice. So, I mean, this oh, is probably... Like, well, then he's excited. Yeah. Let him be. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, credit where credit's due. This is like... Hopefully we'll see more from him. Sure. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, this guy needs to do something really, really amazing. Like, I'm hoping someone gives him a chance to do something. Not to say that this isn't high-level stuff. I mean, it's impressive what he did with what mm-hmm. he had. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just got this atmosphere the aesthetic again the music it's just but Great. i'm all for it i would recommend it to you fried berry fried yeah. berry just Sounds watch original. the trailer and okay. you, you'll you'll kind of like you'll know whether or not it's because i remember seeing it weeks ago and i didn't know it was going to come to shutter or maybe they said it in there and i just didn't pay attention but it was um like i was watching it going yeah okay i mean <laughs> uh, yeah I might be into this. Yeah. And I felt like it would be one of those movies that you, you'll you know if you're going to be in for it or not for the long haul. Sure. Because sure. at some point you're, you're going to be like, I'm in or nah, I'm good. I'm out. So check it out if you I can. I recommend it. Just After you talking about it, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I could lead in and have a good time. Yeah, oh, yeah. same. But uh, the director's <laughs> name is Ryan Kruger. Keep Ryan an eye on him. Yeah, he's going right. to be something, I think. That name sounds really familiar. Ryan Coogler? No, Kruger. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of like Freddy, but uh, missing an E, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. McGruber? No. McGruber? No, no, no. Kru- Kruger. So I do want to ask, uh, like we ask every week, uh, what have we been playing? Eric, what have you been playing this week? Uh, let's see. So... For the past like year, pretty much through all of 2020, uh, I was playing a lot of Breath of the Wild and Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Still enjoying the hell out of both of those. Um, I just, I don't know what it is. I think I just like like exploring the map. Like I sure, finally yeah. unlocked the whole map in Breath of the Wild. Like it took me oh, forever, nice. but that was, you know, that was half the fun for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, recently we got Mario Maker 2 and... For the kids, air quotes. Uh, but <laughs> sure. I think I've logged more hours on that game than they have. <laughs> hey, you could send kids to bed on trumped up charges whenever you want. <laughs> um, and I guess the the other one I've been playing a lot of, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Because, of course, that's consuming my life these days. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I'm, you know. I, I, I love video games. Uh, I just don't have the time for them like i used to unfortunately oh, that's yeah. fair but i do make the time every now and then <laughs> I was say you're a busy bee yeah, i try understandable. <laughs> definitely juggling a few <laughs> projects here and there it's commitment to the craft that's what i say all right yep lace what about you what have you been playing i finally did good this week oh. okay so i uh started playing stranger things three like, I was just kind of going through my... <laughs> I'm one of those that, like, claims all the free games off of Epic. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> and just seeing what I had in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is such a cute little game. It's cute. If you've seen Stranger Things third season, you know the plot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, there's no spoiler or anything in there. Like, that's that's what they did. Cool. But, you know, little pixel art graphics and little side quests that you can do and you eventually get to play all of the characters and they did it in like an RPG style so you kind of swap who in and out for kind of like how you would with Maniac Mansion I want someone who could like repair this so this is the person I'm bringing with me on this (laughs) quest or whatever Uh, really cute I recommend it 
I don't want to say too much more than that because there's really not a lot to talk about. If you've seen the season three, then you know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> you know? It's called the companion game. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I can recommend it. You know how I gravitate towards pixel art yeah. games and everything like that. So it's really cute. So is it like and, an 8-bit style game? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's like the top down. You just kind of move around. Uh, I haven't gotten so far where like the mystery is completely. Yeah revealing itself yet um i'm still like arguing in the basement about D, you know like we're still going back and forth <laughs> oh, with that cool. i think i just picked up um oh my gosh see i'm terrible with remembering anyone's names throughout the history of time i will remember your face but never their name so the sister mm-hmm. um okay i finally got her <laughs> and um the uh, uh one guy's older brother that worked with her at the um newspaper oh okay so i've got like all the kids now and then those two that are considered adults <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> according to the game they're adults so uh we're working with that and then steve so you I, I was steve. team steve yes because i was team steve sure. i'm still team steve i'm sorry the other guy's lovely <laughs> but i'm still team steve the hair is just too glorious you can't yeah it is. Uh, <laughs> i'm looking forward to season four that show's oh, great yeah. i'm one of those that actually did not like it until about season three. Oh, really yeah I, I thought it was really slow, and I kept with it because the hubs was really into it. Yeah. And then season three really got my interest, and I was like, "All right, I'm actually glad I yeah. plugged through the first two seasons because it got really good." But yeah, it's definitely a slow burn. Uh, season yeah. two wasn't the best, in my opinion, but season three yeah. definitely like they they nailed it for sure. Yeah, and all the stuff three, at the mall, like it, the played on my nostalgia for sure. Right. And that's where the game is. So it's fine. You're like, yeah, you're rolling through the mall and people's houses. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, though, because like how you collect items, you just break things open. So you really just feel like a POS child where I'm running <laughs> through breaking everyone's pots and plants with a bat and just like bags like- at the mall. Right. <laughs> like I'm just breaking everybody's everything. Yeah. You know, the the hydrant on the side of the, the road. Because break it not? open. I might get a coin or something, you sure. know, every time you find a nickel in the 80s, you know, <laughs> not in my pocket. True. I think I got like 30 bucks now, guys, <laughs> breaking a lot of pots. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did, of course, uh, I got Famicom Detective Club. Oh, mm-hmm. how is and that? And that's what I've been. Pl- I love it. Nice. I've been playing it basically nonstop since I got it um, on Friday and then. A good amount yesterday. Haven't yet today. Um, I don't know how far along I am. I'm still in the um, the girl who stands behind. So okay. there was the two yeah. that you could buy together, and I just went ahead and did that. So I'm assuming the first of it. Hmm. Only thing that's irritating is you could definitely tell old game because if you can't figure out what to do, just keep pushing all the buttons you already did over and over again <laughs> until something new pops up. And I swear to God, you'll hit the same option three times before you'll get a new dialogue. And I'm like, okay, this I could do without? Yeah. It's click. Oh, same thing again. Click. Oh, same thing again. Click. Oh, well, now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you'll go through everything like three times. And I'm like, I don't know how to move on. And then you'll go back to it. And you're like, really? You just wanted me to bully you with this question? All right. Fine. It's fine. Whatever. But I recommend both. Okay, cool. I recommend both. I think they're fun. I think they're fun. I was going to play Mass Effect, but... Oh, you haven't tried it yet. Well, okay, no, because <laughs> I read the reviews about the PC, and I'm like, I'm going to give it a minute, because I'm kind of tired okay. of buying broken AAA games. Oh, I enough. get it's a remaster. Yeah. This would have been my first run. You've never played Mass like Effect I... at all? Mm-mm. 
Oh wow. No. What about you, Steven? I know. I have not. <gasps> are you, I was yeah, are you late serious? to the party. Not dead oh, I know. Man. Okay, so I have zero excuses. I wasn't I wasn't big into Mass Effect three, but the first two games, those were amazing for me. Um That's what I've heard. Mm. Yeah, like just the exploration aspect in the first game was awesome, but just the amount of choices and the fact that those choices matter, and then the fact that they carried over from game one to game two, that just blew my mind. (laughs) I have no excuses. I think I was never really gravitated towards sci-fi just in general. Oh, okay. Without even really doing it enough justice to look into realizing there was so much more to the game than that, and would it completely up my alley yeah mm-hmm. so i was gonna play it one day and then twitter's like you know the mass the legendary edition's coming out in a few months why don't you wait yeah and play all of them that way and i said okay cool so i waited and then when i i should know better i guess to read all the steam reviews but as soon as i got <laughs> off work i'm like how is this a mixed review system already yeah. it's an old af game and it's been out for like four hours you know yeah and it was mostly the controls for pc oh is so that what like, it was well, yeah, I was worried. So it was yeah. like, it was it's it's EA, right? EA is behind it again. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned they were like nickel and diming it, like you know, like you have. Oh, to I'm pay, sure there like, will at some point. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Like you have to pay for but, this character or whatever, even though right? the original game, you know that kind of thing. Right, right, right. Oh, you wanted to change clothes, fifty cents. Exactly. Um, right. Ugh. But no. And then I read a breakdown, I guess, that a lot of it, um, which I should have known to look into it a little bit deeper than just, you know, angry PC gamers that are sitting in front of the Steam review system. Mm -hmm. But um, I think a lot of it just wasn't taking into account that the first one is older and they can only do so much. So like when I was reading some of that, I'm like, that wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it was like two generations ago, wasn't it? Right. Like game-wise? At least 10 years, I want to say the first one, right? I I think I had it on 360. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I want to say that was its first. Um, when it, so whenever that was. So yeah. yeah. So I'll ago. wait at least a patch, I think, just in case. Yeah. Makes and sense. then I think I'm gonna buy it because I do still want to play it. I think it's worth it. Uh, well, I haven't played this version, but <laughs> <laughs> the experience yeah, is worth it. it. Yeah. Right. Like it's right up my alley. I love those types of games. Those fully flesh like RPG systems like that mm-hmm. where choices actually do matter so i'll get around to it i might have jumped the gun a little too angrily on twitter (laughs) my favorite thing about that game was the dialogue i just loved like just the conversations in the game it's weird that that's like my favorite part but it was just so well done see that's why i want to play it's just like famicom detective but with better graphics (laughs) Right? They actually did make it look pretty nice. And you could change it in that game, too, if you want, like, the older 8-bit style music. Or, like, in a, you know, I usually end up turning it down anyway because any repeat noise, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I will go nuts. So eventually I have to turn off music if they give me the (laughs) option because I can't do that same sound over and over again for hours. Understandable. But, Steven, what have you been playing? Well, I do want to bring this up even though I kind of brought it up last week, but just for your sake, since we didn't really talk about it, yeah. uh, I got to I play Returnal for just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because we talked about it last week. Um, I'm I'm more into the concept, or at least wanting to play it. I, I'm not so sure that it'll be something that will keep my attention, mm-hmm. mainly because okay. that if I get frustrated with it, I'm going to set it down. But that said... Um, I felt like that the controls worked for me. I didn't feel like there was a learning curve. So Todd handed me the controller. He said, hey, go for it. And it was like instinctual. I was like, okay, I got this. 
bam, and just shot through everything. Uh-huh. But then when it came to the boss, that's where it was just like, oh, you thought you were good? No, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm going to beat your ass right now. So <laughs> I had to – That that's where I feel like I'm going to get frustrated because if I can make my way through – this room to a boss every single time, but continue to lose to the boss. Oh, it's just gonna the boss angry. that gives you trouble. Right. Yeah. Now, not to say that the, the the rest of the enemies can't, because I saw Todd get cornered in a room where it was just like constant enemies. It's like, it was just, he was trapped. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh, challenge time and enemy, enemy, enemy. And they were just like coming after him. And I was like, Oh, okay. Just start crying. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I could see where you can get overwhelmed because you're trying to focus straight ahead but then there's stuff behind you and you've got to you got to be aware of your surroundings so i feel like i can handle that not saying that i could have done better than him but i feel like i can handle it to a point to where like okay that was a challenge i got it but to continually come up across a boss that i'm just gonna die every time because it's kind of bloodborne-esque in the sense of how much damage you take or Whatever it may be. Like, the controls right. are nothing like that. Keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. I mean, the the controls are tight. Like, you feel like you're a boss. Like, I saw Todd sitting there shooting around like this. But me, I'm a melee kind of person. Mm. So, mm. I'll use guns when absolutely necessary. But if I got something I can swipe and, and stab and smash, that's what I'm going to do. So, I had that weapon. Oh, and totally. my enemies, I was coming up to them. <laughs> Because I'm fast. I can just keep that <laughs> that flow going. You know what I mean? Ha! Quick like a cat. <laughs> so I felt like I did much better kind of flowing between the two. You know? Mm-hmm. Hit, hit, hit. And then shoot from a distance. And then just kind of keep that flow going. But the boss was just constantly barrage of stuff. So I felt like I had to stay back here. Even though I'd rather be up there stabbing. I don't know. But again, that was just one run i didn't play any more than that one run to a death and then i was done Hmm. so i just got a taste of it so given some time to get more of a a a handle on the controls i might do better who knows Mm -hmm. but i felt like i did all right for the first i'm sure he'll let you borrow it once he's dead oh yeah he's already trying to push it off on me now and i'm like dude i haven't even (laughs) finished valhalla yet oh yeah (laughs) so that came out didn't it yeah so i'm playing that uh, I didn't play it as much as I wanted to this week, you know, because mm-hmm. adult stuff. Yeah, it's all about uh, adulting. Yeah. Mm. But I have been uh, playing around with the weapons because there is a wide swath of weapons you can have. You can have an axe. You can nice. have two axes. You can have a big axe. You can have a spear. You Just can have... Just go full berserker. <laughs> yeah. What else? Did the... There was there a, a sword. Shield? There should be a shield. There is right? a shield. Yeah, so you can okay. do, like, axe and shield. Uh, or whatever one-handed weapon in a shield. I've been playing around with it, trying to find like what what fits me best. Like yeah. at first, I was doing axe and shield, and then I found a bigger axe, and I was like, "All right, let's try this." And I've been trying that out, but you feel a little less defensive. But if you play your cards right, I mean, obviously you can work your magic. Yeah. Uh, I tried a spear, and it's got some some range to it, but I felt like it mm-hmm. was. Like, I couldn't break through defenses uh, as good. Yeah. You know? Even with your haptic feedback? Well, you, I mean, like, when they're sitting there doing, like, this little number and breaking and, and trying to block my shots, I, I didn't feel like I could get through it with the spear. Ah. Uh, gotcha. So, I just, as much as I could, the the, the axe, when I had that, um, 
I got a sword. It's two-handed, and I've been doing all right with that. But I kind of lean back into the the two-handed axe because I feel like I'm a beast, and I can just <laughs> swing and then break stuff. And they're they're not stopping me. It's like two hits and you're done. So nice, nice. I'm excited about that one. I haven't played uh, Assassin's Creed since like Black Flag. I know oh, I'm really, me too. I'm That's out. funny. It's the same one. Yeah. That's the last one I touch. Yeah. But so, yeah, I, I, think, I think I might have to give this one a try. Oh yeah, pirates. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need. <laughs> uh, but Vikings are kind of like medieval pirates. I mean, they're sure. kind of sure. piratey. I yeah. can give you that. <laughs> no, this this one's got. They still <laughs> sailed and made everyone's lives miserable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's got some interesting. Um, play styles that i mean the fact that you have your own village you're kind of building that's not oh, something that's we've cool. seen in assassin's creed at least i don't remember i didn't play origins or what was the other one odyssey odyssey oh my gosh there's like 10 though right there's a yeah bunch. there's a, there's a lot so i don't know if they incorporated those elements into those games but this is new for me in an assassin's creed game building your own uh little camp yeah so that's okay. that's that feels new how's the uh, sailing mechanic in it it's oh, good. I mean, you actually have, um, like, you have this little sail barge, and you have your little crew, and then if you come across a place you can raid, and you just kind of ease mm-hmm. up into it, hit the button, and then everybody scatters out. Cool. Uh, but it, it feels pretty natural. I mean, there's not, at least I haven't come across it yet, there's no big, big boats that yeah. I've seen. Okay. So it's just like a little sail, like the the Norse that makes sense. sail boats like they have. Yeah. Yeah. So, But it, okay. it, it's tight. Um, no, it's, it's, it's fun. I, I'm enjoying yeah. it because again, kind of like what you said, Eric, I yeah. like the exploration aspect oh, of the yeah. game sometimes. So I've spent a lot of time just running around doing nothing specific, <laughs> just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's how you enjoy your open world games. That's right. That's how I like it. It's a it. legit way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Open world even, games have really come a long way. I mean, like, look at what they do with Spider-Man. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> It's almost too much for me now. It's a little overwhelming, yeah. <laughs> but Spider-Man is the awesome. Potential, though. No, yeah, I'll Spider-Man give you that. Great. Love that game. There are exceptions to everything. That was like course, but... the one game in a long time that I've played multiple times. I've played through that game at oh, least yeah? four times. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. I finally beat yeah. story mode. It took me a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I kept getting distracted by all the cool things. Understandable. <laughs> Shiny. Trying to collect all those backpacks, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lace, you got news for us? Actually, gloriously that we're talking about Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. oh. May oh, as God. well just start right there. Okay. <laughs> May as well just start right there. Uh, you probably saw this week and probably, I don't know, maybe the week before last two. I was out last week, so uh, I apologize if I forget what came out what week. But Ubisoft is announcing that they're shifting away a little bit from their traditional strategy of releasing, you know, the three to four AAA titles each year, which they like just promised us last year, yeah. I want to say, um, and going to more high-end free to play games for its bigger franchises so (laughs) i admit i laughed so hard when i was reading this but uh of course during our earnings call as we always find out all of our good juicy news when Mm. we're leaning into their uh calls uh but uh yeah so it looks like in line with their 
high quality lineup. They want to shift more towards, uh, you know, increasingly diverse games, which now has a more high end free to play model. Mm. So it is no longer going to do just it's three to four a year, which I don't even think we got to yet. Mm. No, by the way. I think everything's been delayed, so I don't even know if they've right. hit that three to four in a year yet, which is fine. I understand. Oh, I yeah, mean, totally. everyone had a rough year last year, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about all of these companies mm-hmm. moving more towards there because I've even been reading about Sony has been hiring for a more mobile division, which I kind of feel like they might be leaning that way as well. Um. I don't know that I'm a fan. Yeah, I got mixed feelings here. Because this will definitely, it could end up costing you way more in the long run. Oh, without a doubt. And that's (laughs) what they want, I'm sure. But I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too old. Like, leave my games alone. I want to buy a game. I want to play it. And I want you to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? But I mean, DLCs can but, be nice sometimes, but sure. but free to play, like you know that it's going to cost an arm and a leg in the long run. Well, haven't they already been sneaking that in? For those of you who have been playing Assassin's Creed, where you can buy like XP boosters, mm-hmm. yeah. so the grind isn't as bad. So I feel like they've been kind of lulling its players. Now, granted, I don't play a lot of Ubisoft games. Mm. I think I've played like two Just Dance. You know, like it's just not necessarily put out stuff that I gravitate towards. But I just, I don't, if I, I feel so weird about this. If you may, please. You may not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I may. Um, remember who we're talking about, Ubisoft. Remember mm-hmm. these companies, AAA. And what are they worried about? Money, 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 money. money. They want money. This is what this is all about. Money. They found a loophole for more money. Yeah. And they are going to exploit that hole for money. I'm telling you, man. Ugh. Especially with now they're already saying that like 70 bucks is going to be your typical price moving forward for next gen. Which, and all. it's just. To be fair, they've been doing that already. You can, you can slap all the crap you want saying, this is the ultimate edition. A uh, hundred bucks is like, so that's what you're charging me for the full game, right? You're just holding back content. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You get a fancy and you're not box. Even though. The full game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you feel Maybe. special because you've got the gold edition. Well, it's mm. funny. Um, so, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, there's a oh, ton God. of DLCs. If you spent all that money on the DLCs, it would probably cost four times as much as the Ultimate Edition, at least. I did. Oh, did Trust you? Me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was the one who was angry about this. I thought. Because... But I understand. Yeah. That was Garbo, the way that went oh, down. Yeah. Because yeah. the fact that anybody right now, this very moment, can go out and buy the Ultimate Edition Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. $59.99, and they get everything that I paid $59.99. Well, actually, no. I think I paid the $100 up front. Oof. When it came mm-hmm. out, because yeah. that was like with Shao Kahn and all this other stuff. So you yeah. get all that stuff. And I was like, cool, I'll just do that. And then there's like, okay, well, now we have this season pass. And it's $39.99. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but but then what did they say? I think when the Aftermath package came out, it was like, yeah, yeah. but these people. Now, if you buy it now, yeah. $59.99. I was like, yeah, but I still have to pay the $39.99. How, that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, you should have gotten everything, yeah. in my opinion, at that point. Well, and then, and of course, 
when when the ultimate edition comes around, another combat pack fourteen ninety nine. I was like, Jesus, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah, I was mad. I was uh, understandable, I was totally. Yeah, I, I, I just hate the nickel and diming portion of all of this, which is, again, why I think I've hardly bought any AAA games. Like, I'm pretty, pretty much stuck on indies these days. Mm. You get the game when you buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and supporting, and you know, creators like, you know. And it's usually more interesting ideas, better storylines for the most part, because they're not all just worried about the graphics and how right. cool it's going to look, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, kids. If that's what you like, then fine, you know. Um, graphics aren't everything <laughs> they, well i mean they're never gonna know i'm telling you man the ones these days where it was always so good i feel bad for them mm-hmm. they didn't get to go through the whole trial and tribulation of what it was like <laughs> to buy a broken game and just have to deal with yep. it <laughs> you had no one to yell at exactly <laughs> Um, and then, of course, they announced Skull and Bones um, was delayed again. But if we're honest, I totally forgot that was even a thing at this point. Sure. So they announced it, what, four years ago? That that They announced it the same year as, uh, what was that other pirate game that came oh, out? Oh, yeah, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, because huh. there was like, yeah. what, two? Two the same game? Yeah. And Sea of Thieves came out, and it was a dud. <laughs> well, I think it's doing way better now that it, you know, yeah. Well, it, it, Put it stuff had into that, it now. <laughs> it had that no man's sky syndrome where yeah. it came out and oh. it was like, "What are we supposed to do?" And yeah, you like, kind of did everything pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I. Well, it seemed cool. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the cooler version, but um, where's it at? I mean, I don't know. I'm giving up on it until I actually see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I could blame last year, but I mean, they've been kind of messing around with this game for before 2020 so <laughs> i don't know yeah this is why you uh, shouldn't announce games until you're ready to release them well and this if it was four I'm years ago saying. they probably have to upgrade it for like next gen now right right oh my god you're <laughs> oh, yeah. right so that's gonna take a while too i would imagine mm-hmm. yeah oh dear god you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well they do promise that they're supposedly still not going to take their focus away from triple a first you know single player experiences blah 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 that's what they say so we'll see bullshit i don't trust <laughs> it yet but we'll see i mean if they could keep Fingers monetizing crossed. that assassin's creed that way that could be well we gave you your first person game mm. mm. ah ah mm. you know mm-hmm. it was free but but <laughs> oh dear all right well probably something we've all been looking at this week the epic versus apple has kicked off we've seen some transcripts we found some new things that have come out that i don't even know what had to do with this original lawsuit in the first place but we're learning all sorts of stuff I've taken a few key highlights. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm not going to cover everything because, dear Lord, the <laughs> amount of stuff that was uncovered for, like, all these other companies even this week. Yeah. They're all going through the mud. Mm-hmm. But let's see here. Uh, so the battle, as we all know up till now, has been over the whole 30%. And Epic just feels like Apple's just wanting to have a stronghold over, you know, Apple devices. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they should just open it up so that anybody can have a storefront on there and Apple shouldn't be monopolizing their whole brand, right? So Sweeney had his opening statements about how Fortnite is a phenomenon that transcends gaming. More as a metaverse that and then a video game so definitely trying to let us you know like it's not just a game we do concerts 
which they do, you know. <laughs> and then we have all of these battles and new content that we go up there. And it's really more of a platform for creators. We'll see how that works. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the arguments there. And you know what, though? I hate to agree with them. It kind of has transcended gaming. I mean, yeah. it's like its own thing. People who don't game know of Fortnite. Yeah. It is it's pretty huge. Kind of nuts. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Um, How many so, seasons well have they there. been going? Like it's, it's yeah. I want to say this is their third or fourth, right? That they're coming up on Something if like each that. season might be They more. have been around. Well, as it's Battle Royale. Oh, I don't know if I okay. really count the stuff before it because nobody really. Yeah. I haven't played it since it was a tower defense game. I'll, I'll say They've this. They definitely reinvented themselves a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll say this, and I find this the most fascinating thing in the world. And I wish mm-hmm. uh, he'd have stuck with us a little bit longer. You go back to the early days of this podcast. Mm-hmm. One of our early co-hosts, John Taylor. Yeah, we oh, would yeah. talk about PUBG all the time. Mm-hmm. He was hip to Fortnite. Like he knew. Oh. He said, "No, no, 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 no." He said, "I know PUBG is what everyone's talking about." He said, "No, Fortnite's going to be it." And yeah. I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. Like we didn't take him seriously. It was like, "Are you se- really?" He's like, "No, trust me." This will be the game. Yeah. And damn if he wasn't right. Had his finger on the pulse, huh? Why do you think that is? Like, what is it about Fortnite? (sighs) I don't know. I really think, like, the the free model, I think, really helped a lot. I... I mean, it's probably more of attractive looking for kids. It's Mm -hmm. got some very bright colors. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying it's only children that play it. I know a lot of adults who enjoy it as well, but... They must have just done really well with how they marketed it towards them too. And then of course, it, like it just seemed to blow up for me. Uh, characters like they had the Marvel characters in there for a little bit. Yeah, the... they're constantly putting in new new characters like that too. Yeah, even like big creators, big streamers, and stuff like that. I think some of them have had their own likenesses put in the game as well wow. for a limited time. I know like Ninja did, and maybe like two other big Fortnite creators had their own. Like avatars, avatars? in there. Yeah. Avatar, thank you. I was like, why, why, why can I not think of that word? <laughs> they look like the person in the game yeah. um, that you could buy, I think. Um, let's see. The one revelation, and I think Steven discussed this last week as well, is how Epic cut a deal with Sony on cross-platform play. So mm-hmm. we were learning how they were trying to like get their, their stuff exciting. in there on Sony. Cross-platform? slide. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. They were wanting to cut a deal because, like, Sony, I think, has actually been charging um, the developers for games that are cross- cross-platform a little bit more to make up the difference. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yeah. 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 So we've been finding that out. They're like, so when, when PlayStation was like, all right, we'll do cross-platform, eh, we didn't really learn all of the ins and outs as to why they decided to allow it on certain uh, games. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. Uh, and what I find funny, too, NVIDIA was called as a witness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we saw this portion, too, probably because of its collab with Epic Games on adding Fortnite, of course, mm-hmm. to its streaming force, uh, streaming service, GE Force Now, um, which we've reported on GE Force Now in the past, is not available on iOS natively because of Apple's restrictions. So maybe they wanted to bring NVIDIA like, hey, they can't even play because we're not on there either you know um and they even got ftc's attention on the fourth day mm-hmm. as they were curious about the data collected from players under the age of 13 from epic those are sealed though we can't see them okay but just so you know 
uh, now I guess the FTC's caught their eye because that's not legal here in the States. I don't know about other countries, but like you're not yeah. to be collecting data of underage people. So that could be interesting to see. Oh, yeah. But my favorite, <laughs> my favorite mm-hmm. is Banana Court. Oh, God, yes. Thank you. We had Banana Court, you we, guys. So We missed an opportunity unless you want to do it now because I'll pull it up right now. What we is do a oh, live totally. reading of Let's it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Oh God, no, Eric. We're <laughs> going to entertain you. Okay. Okay. We're going okay. to entertain you. Lace, pick your character. Who do I'll you want to be? I'll be attorney. You'll be attorney. Okay. Okay. Uh, you sent that to me, yes. So let me let me pull it. up. I think so. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's only. Okay. Two we got pieces. the transcript. We got the transcript. Yep. Boom. <clears throat> okay. So first reading: Apple attorney and Weisenberger. <clears throat> Go for it. We have in front of us a new set of images. And what is this screen showing? This is your matchmaking lobby. And we have a large yellow banana here, don't we, in a tuxedo? Yes, that's Peely. And and that's Peely, did you say? Yeah. And in fact, in the tuxedo, he's known as Agent Peely, correct? That's correct. We thought it better to go with the suit than the naked banana, since we are in federal court this morning. <laughs> And we well, talked about we, Peely, our banana. Remember that? I do. And there might have been an implication that to show Peely without a suit would have been inappropriate. Do you recall that? Yes. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without a suit? No, there is not. If we could just put on the screen a picture of Peely, is there anything inappropriate about Peely without clothes? Uh, it's just a banana, ma'am. It's just a banana. <laughs> Thank you, Judge. This was an actual so, conversation. Are you mm-hmm. serious? Yes. <laughs> In court. That sounds like a bad, bad SNL skit. I know. Oh, I, wow. I hope that they do it. Wow. Yeah. So um, we have learned that a banana without a suit, just a banana. It's just a banana. <laughs> just a banana, guys. I'm sorry. Although a naked banana, wouldn't that be without the peel? I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. They'd have to blur out. The- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Just the ideas that I have running through yeah. my head. I'm sure people have already got these skits going. I'm just going to have to actually look. But, yeah. So, <laughs> that's what uh, the, the the stuff we're learning out of the Apple versus Epic so far. There's a lot more so coming ridiculous. out, of course, guys. But, uh We'd be here all day if I was going through all of the different revelations. So those were the ones that I thought was funny. (laughs) So much legal drama. (laughs) These guys, I tell you, like, they're just going to drag themselves down. It's hilarious. I I mean, I'm watching billionaires fight with other billionaires, whatever, have fun. You know, like, do you, man. Just sit back and eat the popcorn. Right? I don't feel bad for whatever happens here, really, as long as the developers are fine and the consumers can still pay what they want for the damn games. I don't care what you do to each other. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, boy. Resident Evil had a good week, eh? Resident Evil Village? I mean, sure, yeah. Did all right. Seemed like that launch went pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was breaking some records, too. Oh, um, really? 100,000 concurrent players on PC. Wow. On the first couple days that it launched, which is a record mm. for the series. Mm-hmm. For the okay. series, anyway. Um, and it netted like 101,726 concurrent players on its May 7th release day. Wow. According to the, the Steam 
database. Um, so that's the biggest peak we've seen out of any Resident Evil game so far, which is funny. I don't think it's as long, too. That's not true. a yeah. downfall for me. I did hear that. Like, I'm okay with games not being 40-plus hours long. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, I think that Lady Demestru, if I'm saying it right, really <laughs> that's helped them is. out, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, my, my feed is, like, full of those memes. I'm just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen like, some of the mods? Oh, God. I Maybe. She's hot, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. This one mod that I saw that I was off of ModDB, I think they had her in, like, this really cool, like, lacy lingerie with, like, um, yep. the, the thigh nets. I was like, ooh. Ooh. Okay. You can step on me now, too. I get it. All right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, she's she's done good for him. She's done good for him, I think. But yeah, so I guess you've never w- was able to go back and play it then, Stephen. Oh, the uh, the the demo. No, I never did go back to it. But uh, as usual, Todd will let me borrow it. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> I tried to, and then I missed the window, and then I wasn't on last week. So I at that point I was like, I'm gonna miss talking about it anyway. So. I yeah. don't know if you know this, Eric. I don't play scary movies that, or scary games that well. I oh, can really? watch scary movies all day long, but when yeah. I'm the one who's in control, I get way too tense, and it's just like, no, I'd rather watch. <laughs> I don't need to be in control of all this. So yeah, I don't play a lot of them. Like I really loved uh, what was it? Until Dawn. That was <gasps> that's yeah. good. That yeah. was a good one. Uh, but I might check this one out because it's got vampires. It's true. I mean, Resident Evil's usually zombies, right? And von- zombies right. are good, but they're kind of overdone. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But at this point, vampires sure. kind of intrigues me, you know. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I'll find someone. To it's watch not just it. because the you know big lady, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's well, a factor. Like all I can think of with it now, right? She's like maybe, maybe a factor. She <laughs> did, and um, <laughs> I also have to mention, like you know, of course, a modder also made the zombies or I guess vampires in this one, uh, Barney, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the dinosaur. That wow. was hilarious. Uh, someone hilarious. did that on the demo. I'm telling you, modders are great. Yeah, yeah. Like, do we definitely. need this? No. But is it hilarious? Yes. My question <laughs> is, why Barney? Why, like, why was that where why his not? mind went? It was like, you know what? <laughs> because Barney. it looked so ridiculous to see, like, a hallway of Barneys making the noises, you know, and then getting shot. And, like, you could see the blood, but, like, Barney's looking fine, you know. But how funny. Sometimes like it's just for funny. Oh, my God, yes. terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> and and add in the sounds. Don't just keep the Resident yeah, Evil exactly. sounds like and then just yeah. I mean, come on, just be gold. <laughs> well, they're doing it for free, man. I guess they're only going to invest so many so much time. Um, but yeah, I've downloaded some of those. It's my single player experience. I can put whatever I want in it. I'm mm-hmm. not cheating, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are fun. Those are fun. Uh, let's see. Ah, so Gabe Newell, I think, was trying to uh, tease us a little bit this week as well. Our good old buddy over at Valve, Steve, you know, has just been living off in New Zealand this whole time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So he was uh, speaking in Santa Maria College in Auckland, New Zealand last week, and a student asked if games from Steam could be ported to consoles. And apparently Gabe hesitated and then replied, you'll have a better idea of that by the end of the year. So, what does that mean? I know, but (laughs) I think the student might have meant Steam Valve games, just to be fair, because like Steam is just the marketplace, and so putting those aren't all his games; he just sells them, right? (laughs) So, uh, I think it would be fun to speculate because I've also saw rumors about Half Life Alex possibly going to the PSVR. 
Okay. Oh, cool. Why and we you? have had Portal on console before, so I don't think it's True. that far-fetched. But I want to know, are they actually making a new one? Mm-hmm. Half-Life or Portal? Like, just Valve in general, because oh. they don't really, like... <laughs> Other than Half-Life Alex, I guess, was the last one they put out. But they don't really do a lot of developing of the games these days, you know? So I'm curious what they could... If it really is just Half-Life Alex to PSVR, and I feel like you put a bunch of hype out there for nothing. Mm -hmm. They would be ridiculous not to uh, capitalize on other VR headsets other than their $1,100 Right. I wonder if it's still that price. Yeah, I haven't yeah. checked on it in a while. I'm sure, sure it's still up there. I'm sure it is. They're, they're high end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're going to come up with their own console. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's such a steep competition already. I, I don't know. I, true, but I never would have thought they would have ventured into VR. True. I mean, if they could have done the stream games from your... What was that? That Steam Link thing was it? Was it? Oh, that works. Does it? Oh, yeah. the Steam Box is that? What oh, it was? the Steam. Box. Oh, the Steam Box. I do is remember that. that. Yeah. I, I I never had one, but I do remember it. Right where it was kind I of like it a briefly, little PC. and it kind of disappeared. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. See, something like that would have been cool because I would play more of my Steam games. Right on the TV or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I wonder why they let that go. But what's funny is, like, I, I think the reason why that probably wasn't as successful is just because the crossover with PC and console gamers are usually pretty different. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you're... Mm-hmm. I think I might be an anomaly where I buy both. Well, yeah. I buy I buy PlayStation and then my PC because I've been sitting very comfortably that any time Xbox, Microsoft has anything exclusive, I've still been able to play it on PC. Sure. So I haven't felt the need to buy an Xbox. But, um, and... With the uh, other bit of news that people were getting all pissy about. <laughs> about uh, Starfield going to be a Microsoft exclusive. Oh, they say Xbox exclusive. That's the new uh, like RPG that Bethesda's been talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was hilarious that well, I mean, just so many people don't know how to react to this now. It's not fair. Well, Did you know, Stephen, that it's not fair to have exclusives for consoles? Um, this was what was going to happen. The moment they bought Bethesda, this was going to happen. I don't know what you world. You spent billions of dollars. What were you thinking? Yeah. There was never going to be, there was never <laughs> any doubt in my mind that at one point they were going to be like, this is ours and mm-hmm. we're going to keep it over here. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the light? Death Loop. That's the game coming out. Oh, this yeah, yeah. Felt probably going to be the last exclusive. Mm-hmm. Because that was well, being both. made oh, yeah, yeah. before, before yeah. the buyout. Mm-hmm. But the moment that buyout... No, you cannot expect their games to go two ways. I mean, Sony has a monopoly on first-party amazing exclusives. So Microsoft kind of needs this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of starting to put them on a different playing field with the rest of it, right? Yeah. I just, I, I was, I was not surprised. You, I was not surprised. They, they can't live off of Halo the rest of their days. And that keeps getting delayed too. Yes. yes. So we're not even sure whenever that's going to happen. So yeah, I totally thought it was going to be an exclusive. I thought it was just more funny for me to watch back. Now, what are they maybe, on now? Like Halo Six? I think so. Well, they're calling it infinite infinite right you, for the oh, next that's right, that's right. Yeah. yeah it was supposed to launch i think with the um 
Series X. Like it was going to be one of their first games to launch with it. And then I forgot to look up what's still happening with that. (laughs) I mean, I think they're still actively working on it. Well, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it last week when I was with Todd. And it came down to they were building it. They were trying to build a new engine versus trying to continue making the game at the same time because they knew they had to build a new engine to support Uh, this idea that they had. So Mm. how do you build a new engine and still develop the game at the same time? And then you wonder how this is not going to work simultaneously. You know? It just, there was a lot of... Yeah, it seemed like you would have known, like, my next... Yeah consoles coming out maybe I, need to. <laughs> I don't know you would think if i knew how it worked back there i'd have so many more answers for people on some of these things that we find but to me the big takeaway was sony fan people look let's have a talk we've had a good run right like we've we've had a heyday being a PlayStation fan. We've got so many amazing exclusives, and you've had so many years of getting to poke at the Xbox people for it that I think <laughs> we need to sit down, take take what we can, and move on. Hmm. It's just as fair as it's always been, and just because it's not for you this time, it's still fair. It's still just as fair as it's always been. So calm down. Or buy an Xbox. There's <laughs> my they don't, there's my rant. <laughs> it's funny they don't complain about the Nintendo exclusives, you know? Never. That's never. Yeah. It's always like green versus blue for life, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Play what you like where you like. Get mad at people mm. for having <laughs> Anyway, I think this will be just fun right here. We should speculate. All of us. All of us here. So Okay. Spotted by VGC, the publisher's latest presentation for Sega here mm-hmm. was outlined in the company's plans going forward that key to Sega's five-year plan, still unknown, but they are talking about this super game, which the publisher only describes as a new IP with global reach. And Sega doesn't expect massive profitability at first, but hopes that the game's reach will increase so I'm starting to wonder if it's like one of those maybe like mm-hmm. open world RPG. Do you think they'd actually do an MMO? What was the game that they, they said this is a brand new IP or they're bringing brand new a brand IP? new IP? So it's definitely not like a Sonic thing. Super game. I was even. This is all they're telling thinking. us so far. Is that the title? Super like game? that's they're just that calling the it game? like that we okay. have a real super game that's hmm. coming out and it's a new IP with global reach. It kind of smells of MMO to me. Yeah. See, or I was kind of leaning toward um since you said new IP, it's going to be something Fortnite-esque. 10 bucks. They're going they're going to nickel Sega? and dime the shit out of people. But 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 Oh, something like that. I got you. Something yeah. like that. It, it's it's going to be something to that effect. But the first franchise that came to mind that they have kind of dropped off on was fantasy star and that was an online game Ooh, fantasy star online that's right. uh, but yeah. if it's new then i don't know yeah. unless they're throwing that word around loosely mm-hmm. i don't know that was my speculation if you're going to do you something like right. this why not yeah so. br or mmo would probably yeah 
Because if it's not going to be profitable right away, but they expect to over time. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see. I mean, it's kind of exciting to hear that Sega's wanting to like start making some new stuff again. Yeah, definitely. Um, was a huge fan growing up. I haven't played a whole lot recently, of course. But with this announcement, um, they are planning on rebooting some of their uh, favorite ones as well. So either through remasters, remakes, or just full-on reboots. Sega names um, Crazy Taxi as one they're looking oh, into. Oh, nice. I loved right? that game. I had so much fun with that game. Yeah. Uh, Virtua Fighter. And nice. uh, <laughs> for me, I played the crap out of this one in the arcades anyway. I don't know about y'all, but House of the Dead. Oh, my God. Yes. I used to play that in the arcade all the time. All the time. Yeah. I don't know why I gravitated towards that game in the arcade, but oh, I always it, want to play it first thing. It doesn't hold up, but like <laughs> it was fun at the time for sure. It's a real shooter, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're totally on rails. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. I I'd, I'd love to see a remake of that. Me too. I was excited yeah. when I read that. I'm like, screw your new IP. I don't <laughs> want to see this. <laughs> Not saying screw it. I'm sure it might be lovely as well. I don't know sure. anything of it. but um, And then it seems like the other one, which I personally don't recall, um, but Panzer Dragoon. I, I've i never heard of that. Have you, Steven? Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing about it, and I guess it was beloved, but I, I didn't like it. It just wasn't the game for okay. me. You know, sure. that's fair. All right. Well, that's the big news out of Sega. Okay. So we're going to say Steven thinks it's a battle royale. I'm going to go with an MMO. And just for like internet points, what do you think, Eric? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> like when I when I heard that, I was like, I mean, is it? I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I kept thinking Sonic, but it's a new IP. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's a Super Sonic game. But I mean. Well, what I is it? <laughs> <laughs> we can see them saying like new IP, but it's a new game yeah. in Sega era in Sonic's universe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they said I, it, had, it had global appeal or yeah, they're expecting that it was global it reach. Global reach. I think I think you're on to something with the MMO thing, though. That that does sound right. Did yeah, they say which system or if it's like uh, straight to PC or? Hmm. That's like all they're bragging about right now is that they're working on this super game. Yeah. I'm putting it in quotations because that's like, I guess, the <laughs> name for it right now. That'll have global reach. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Yeah. We're going to go with that. I'm going to see. We'll probably forget in the next three years when it actually comes out. So we'll <laughs> see. Uh, so just a fun little, a couple of quickets here before, you know, we move on to totally digging into Eric's life and getting oh, all of the juicy goods. <laughs> um <laughs> So uh, this was fun. We were talking about how Pokemon trading cards have just like blown up here recently and it could be months before you could even have anything graded. Um, Well, because humans are idiots, um, you might have also heard this week that Target announced it's just not going to sell them anymore. Um, You could buy them online, but we're not doing it in brick and mortar stores anymore because apparently humans like to stand in line, fight, cause all sorts of troubles over these Mm -hmm. darn cards. And Target's like, you know what? No, we're not doing this. It's funny um, you mentioned that I haven't been able to find them at Walmart or Target. Walmart stopped for a while yeah. because of the same reason, although they announced in the same thing that I read that they'll start doing it again, but I don't mm. know for how long. Now, did you hear <laughs> that story that I mentioned last week about mm-hmm. the vandalization of cereal boxes for Pokemon? Right? What the heck? Yeah. What the heck? People are garbage. And it's adults doing them. <laughs> yeah. Like- yes. My stepson wanted some Pokemon cards for his birthday, and I couldn't find them anywhere. I had to order some online. Yeah, so, this is why. That was that was frustrating. Yeah, 
So apparently you can still buy them online, but if you just want to get into fights, they're like, we're done with this. We're not. I, yeah. I bet all of these um, luxury goods it. are going to start going this way because people just can't be kind to one another and wait yeah, their turn suck. in line. Right. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and apparently it's all of our faults that your kid didn't get its thing. Yeah. You know, and then we got to go through all that. So I don't blame them. I'm sure no, the target workers even are like, I'm not doing this. During yeah. all of this other stuff I have to deal with right now, people fighting over Pokemon. Right. No, I'm not coming in for seven bucks an hour doing this anymore. I'm done. Anyway, yeah. that's my rant. That was my uh, thought of what target employees sound like. Anyway, and then uh, as a former you... Target employee, that was pretty uh-huh. accurate. Oh, is it? Good. You know, yeah. I actually worked for Target for like three whole months when I was like 16. So oh, that yeah. I don't know. I quit because they <laughs> wanted me to work on a day that I wanted to go hang out with my boyfriend at the time. So it oh, shows you how much I really care. <laughs> I was making like right five case. bucks an hour. Come on. I wanted oh, to yeah, hang out geez. with my boyfriend. When I was 16. <laughs> uh, but the last one that I think is great. We were assured this week. Mm-hmm. from Nate Ahern. Stadia, yeah, you guys. It's alive and well. It's doing fine. I don't know why everyone's panicking. All right? Sure, it, it admitted to a rocky start, you know, especially with PC, as you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did close its internal studio. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Jade Raymond did leave. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and um, John Justice, their VP, also left last month, I think. Like six other members. What was I saying again? Yes, it's alive and well. It's mm-hmm. doing good, he says. So uh, Stadia is now being headed up by Dov Zimring, uh, who uh, Google Rep described as a senior leader in the product development for both Project Stream and Stadia. With a name like that, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, the Project Stream seemed pretty cool because that was more aimed at like helping indies be able to self-publish their own games. So I'd like to see that area get fleshed out and everything but um i guess we'll see they're saying it's fine guys in spite mm. of everything i just said so it's live and well keep going to stadia and they'll have a search bar so they still don't No, yeah okay sure. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even get into that no it was just hilarious to me i don't know did you hear that eric that they just got a search bar like last week or the week before you would think that'd be like one of the first things you know Google. Like, think. just basic Search design. engine company. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I find this hilarious. Epic, why do you still not have a cart? You guys That's wonder weird. why your storefronts <laughs> are doing as well and why Steam is. Like, all they have to do is just put stuff on there and sit mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Like, they have a cart. They they've, have got a good, they've got a good UI. But it, it's not that hard to just get the basics right, you know? That's true. Right? You would it, think. They've had many years to get it right before everybody else started entering the space as well. <laughs> to be fair, you know, yeah. like it really was just like steam and then that was it. But like a I'll cart. Even, I'll even argue in favor of a cart using another platform. Voodoo. There you if go. they had yeah. a cart, oh my God, uh-huh. the amount of money I would probably spend in one sitting. <laughs> but I'm always worried that if I buy here yeah. and buy there, then they're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. My card, my bank is going to be like, Ex- there's, there's you know activity going on what's happening so i don't want to exactly buy here and buy like just pick and choose it's just like well i guess i I better choose what i really want or nothing at all but if they had a cart i'd be like that one that one yeah that one that one (laughs) i do love voodoo 
Uh, I'm kind of obsessed with Voodoo. I know you've talked about Same. it before, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been really building up my collection over the last few years. It's getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah. and it's. Aww. I think it's because of the way they have like the wish list on there. Like you could just like kind of scroll through and see when there's sales and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really got me. <laughs> the 4.99 sales. Anytime. Oh my god. You find yeah. something that you're just like. Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. I want it. I want it. Five bucks. Why not? Yeah. It's like I might watch it one more time in my life, mm-hmm. uh, but right. I just want to have it just in case. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It. No, it's there. Exactly. Um, well. Yeah. P- oh. Okay. I'll mention this. I think it's just kind of cool, and then we'll move on. Uh, Call of Duty is getting a Die Hard crossover. Come on, that's kind of fun. <laughs> sure. Wait. For I don't real? play it at all. Yeah. So fans of the game. Either, but I there's a trailer. Hard. You should check it out. It's actually <laughs> just kind of fun. I was watching. I'm like, I don't play Call of Duty or any of that, but I thought this was fun. And I mean, honestly, I'm kind of surprised it hadn't happened before yeah. now, I guess. But um, see, we were watching the trailer, and fans were given this true indication because you see John McClane. <laughs> oh my God. All, you know, will be joining in some shape or form the way that they ended the trailer, you know, to go on for that. So, yeah, if you're a Call of Duty fan and a Die Hard fan, this could be fun for you on May 20th. May 20th. I have to ask. Mm-hmm. You said John McClane. Uh-huh. But are we talking Bruce Willis? Yeah, like uh, young Was Bruce it Bruce Willis? Uh, it kind of has to be, right? I like, mean, isn't that You think is, so. <laughs> but look at... Look at Look at the abomination we got in Mortal Kombat 11. We got a face uh-huh. of Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, that was but we weird. Got this... yeah. It wasn't even a good impression. How? I know. No. Like, they got all the voices for all these other characters. But Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. Yeah. You know what? I <laughs> mean, it looks bothered. like Bruce, but now that you said that, I don't know if I was really paying attention to, like, if it sounded like that or anything. But, I mean, it's, it looks like him. Oh, okay. Well, that's a start. It'd you know. be the easiest work he's ever had to do. He phones in everything else. I mean, yeah. he could phone this <laughs> yes. in. true. Easy. These days. For real. Mm-hmm. Like I- like Harrison Ford level phoning in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. And if you're a diehard fan, now it's Christmas all year long for your Call of Duty. <laughs> Woo! Nice. That's the major movie. Speaking anyway. of Harrison Ford. Sorry. Yeah. I wanted to just, uh, since you brought it up, speaking of Harrison Ford, did you hear about the Indy 5 movie happening and all that? (sighs) Yes. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. I I love Indiana Jones, and I love Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Sorry. No, no. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of excited, mainly because I feel like they've got competent people uh, behind the camera. And not look, I like Steven Spielberg. Don't get me wrong. But... You have now handed this over to a competent director, James Mangold. He's proven his mettle mm-hmm. time and again. He's assembling yeah. a an amazing cast along with Harrison Ford. I cannot imagine this being a terrible script. Uh, Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, okay. um, mm. Boyd Holbrook. Oh, that's right. He is in it. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. He's putting together okay. a hell of a cast. And... I'm starting to feel pretty good about it. How do you think they're going to approach it? Do you think it's going to like be flashbacks like with him as like kind of like the bookends for it? Kind of like young Indiana Jones style? I don't know. I, I really I, I, I mean, don't have. I didn't love <laughs> I didn't love Crystal Skull, you know? No, um, it's, it's I don't a hard hate it, watch. but it's just 
it's not the same, you know, it's, it's a whole mm. different kind of feel. And I think part of that's Be- because they had to like move it up timeline wise. It's in the fifties rather than the, you know, late thirties, early forties. Mm-hmm. So. And, and I think the, I think it would have been an easier pill to swallow, but they're drastic. Visually they're drastically different because oh, yeah. all the original films were very practical in their approach. Yep. And this is so that's CG heavy that it's just like, this is not an yeah. Indiana Jones movie. At least not what so, I'm used to. I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope that this one will be more in line with what we love about, you know, Raiders and Temple of Doom mm-hmm. and all that. So uh, I don't know. I have, I have faith in, in James Mangold. I, I mean, everything he's yeah. done has just been so good. Um, True. <laughs> I feel like he'll 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 take care of Indy. So I hope so. Here's hoping. Fingers yeah, crossed. I hope so. Yeah, oh, definitely. All my fingers. <laughs> and and George Lucas is gone. <laughs> He's nowhere to be found. <laughs> there you go. That's so, that's what we need to hear. Yep. <laughs> so that's I mean, already a plus. You know, Look, credit I, I where I credit's hate on due. Lucas a lot, but, uh, you know, he had a cool light. He had a cool concept, but it's time to, like, pass it along. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is in a much better place now because he's not around. Look, exactly. Credit where credit's due. But yeah. you, you're in so your head too much, man. Star Wars movies were not directed by George Lucas, you know? Right? It's weird. Right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. What's that all about? Hey, are you done with your quickets? I am. Okay. Awesome. I've got one. I got one. Oh. Mainly, mainly because uh, this was something that we had talked about some time ago and i just wanted to clarify because i got clarification since i'm part of the whole kickstarter message program so do you remember uh when freak apocalypse came out the sauna and happiness game there was this Mm -hmm. concern that people were going to have to buy the other chapters and like you bought the game so on and so forth so Mm -hmm. there's um a bit of a, a an explanation for that that came out. Okay. If you backed the game on Kickstarter, whatever you put in, I guess if you got the tier where you get the game, you have the game fully. So each episode, you yeah, you get all three. If you are just now buying it, you will be buying chapters. So. How much is to it? To be aware. Initially? They said that it was going to be um, like either thirty or thir- or thirty or forty dollars, but then they scaled it back to twenty. So. So twenty dollars, for- knowing you'll buy the other chapters when it came out, or if you yeah, did with a- thirty dollars on back the backer or whatever, you get the whole thing. To yeah, did to I some degree. Yeah. More? No, no, no. If you did okay. not back it. If you don't back it, or if you did not back the game on Kickstarter, you will have to buy each chapter separately. If okay. I remember hearing this correctly. Okay. But you can buy the whole thing and just like... Or like, can you spend more money, buy the whole thing, and then just get the episodes as they release? That's how you're going to have to do it. You know how with Walking Dead, you could buy the... Here's my 30 bucks, and then I'll get the episodes when they release. No, no, no. It's going to be... That's what I was wondering. Chapter by chapter, you just, you have, just to have to buy it when it comes okay. out. But those of us okay. who backed it, we I get know. it up front. Well, good. Oh, cool. Good. 
least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so you're aware. All right. I got to treat the trash. I got to treat the trash. You got to treat the trash. Yes, I got to treat the trash because I thought this was a great idea or a, mm -hmm. a okay. great um, okay. rumor because yeah. that's what our truth or trash is. So, Eric, if you've been listening, you know what a truth yeah. or trash. You tell me one or two. if this yeah. is truth or it's trash. Yep. Sure. So, are we ready for this? I am. Ready for this? Ready. NetherRealm Studios, mm. the studio behind Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. And uh, Injustice. That's right. Their next fighting game, Extravaganza, will be Marvel versus DC. Oh God, I hope it's true. Is it true? Do you have Do you have the inside knowledge? This is This is why it's truth or trash. What do we think? We usually try to take some rumor. Well, be careful, Stephen can sometimes change one little thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what I heard mm -hmm. was that it was a Marvel game. Marvel versus DC? But I don't know about... I mean, would that it? would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing, but I feel like they might first put out like just Marvel, and then the next one be like an Injustice Marvel versus DC style Maybe. Maybe. game. But that's the way... But wouldn't that be the way to trick you? They, they make you think, oh, it's just Marvel. And then yeah. they leave that one little... Because, like, to me, I'm like, who would approve it? Like, who's making the money? Marvel, DC, both. Are they willing to share? Well, I, WB. Like... Well, NetherRealm <laughs> is owned by WB, which owns DC. Right. 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 Maybe I have some of those back. No, 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 like, no, I knew right. WB at DC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but Enix has been doing more Marvel. Don't, don't forget the it Lego stuff. Marvel's dealt with oh, them, too. Yeah, that's true. And so that's, like, yet another entity. And they've released under Warner Brothers. True true so you know what yeah i'm gonna say truth because it would be cool <laughs> it would be cool i feel like it's too good to be true For sure. i'm gonna say trash but i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong that sounds amazing that's right? a dream come true for me yeah i want this to be true we've had it happen in the comics oh yeah i don't not since the 90s not since yeah, the 90s it's but it's happened like, there was a yeah. huge surge of it in the 90s, which I thought yeah, was amazing. Yeah. I was all in for totally. it. Um, that JLA versus Avengers? Yes. Oh, my God. So good. I don't see why this so cheesy, couldn't work good. as a video game. Because I know film, yeah. that's an entirely different beast. And oh, yeah, hell will freeze over before story. that happens. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. in a video game setting, why couldn't this work? Well, we did get DC versus Mortal Kombat, which was kind of a weird crossover, sure. but it still mostly worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's kind of what led to Injustice becoming a game. Mm -hmm. uh, I Yeah, I mean, I, I think a DC versus Marvel game could be incredible. Yeah. I mean, Injustice is a lot of fun, but you add in, like, Spider-Man, Wolverine, you know. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Magneto, like, I, you know. And and it be uh, the Injustice style of fighting, because those, you got to admit, the, oh, yeah. the fighting in those games is pretty solid. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. So those are good, and the stories are amazing. So they, yeah, they've done a really good job with those. Surprisingly, mm -hmm. I want it to be true, but I'm, I'm, am leaning toward trash. Well, I hope I it want is it true, to be true, and then I can be like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're just being realists here. That's that's uh, fine. I can. There's live too in my much own money. World. Hmm. Oh, I know. I kind of. I think you're right. I think they'll but destroy themselves it. trying to get their equal fair share of the characters they yeah. own and it'll never happen <laughs> mm -hmm. that's definitely the hurdle they have to overcome but like 
that that game would make all the money. God, oh, like yeah. how many fans right. would love something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, all you have to do is is the trailer just shows pitting just the title characters. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> you see all this happen. Batman versus. Wolverine, there you go, boom, done. Yeah, You've already sold alone. everybody. Mm-hmm. 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 See, I hope they're listening. Well, we've given out so many good ideas on this show. Have. I'm just saying. Yeah, Ed Boon, come talk to right? us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! If he likes one of your tweets now. <laughs> I mean, hey, oh, was... we've seen it happen. It's true. <laughs> oh man. Be like, oh my God. Um. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. what do you think the next Mortal Kombat game is going to be? Because I know that the, the next game probably won't be a Mortal Kombat game. They're probably going to take a break. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, do this Marvel vs. DC game. Right, right. They're busy. <laughs> but after the hype for that dies down, what do you think? We'll see with MK12. I think they have an opportunity to start fresh. Me too. Especially after the way uh, Aftermath ended. They yeah. have a clean slate. Like, they haven't uh-huh. had a slate this clean since doing the reboot, but this is even cleaner. Yeah. Like, we're not even worried about, well, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they definitely wrapped it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I say, just think, uh, go wherever. See, for me, I think a prequel game is the way to go. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because there's so much stuff alluded to in the past that we just never saw, because it's all pre the original tournament. Mm-hmm. Go back 500 years. Go back to like the original tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, have King Jared as a character. Maybe it's Shang Tsung's origin story. Maybe Ooh, he's see? the hero, but he like has like a tragic downfall by the end, ends up betraying Earthrealm and joins Shao Kahn. And then, or, you know, yeah, heck, there's we so can many even possibilities. Pick a completely there. different universe. Honestly, right? Like, does it have to just be these two realms? Can't we see another one? Oh, that's the other thing. Like you could, that frees you up to have Adenia and like some of the other realms, mm-hmm. you know? Like Which that we... could be interesting too, I think. Yeah. Just totally no, new totally stories agree. that we haven't been bombarded with yeah. for 30 years, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And we... There's a lot of possibility there. Mm-hmm. And then you can also have, uh, you know, Hanzo and Bihan before they become Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually hoping that we could, uh, they would actually flesh out um, the original Kung Lao. We always hear about this yes. guy who, you know, won the tournament way back when and defeated Goro. So why not yeah. see this character? Right. Ooh. That could be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I'm excited for this game that hasn't been announced. Right. I guess we got some work to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do we got to go get? How many signatures? I don't know. Whatever it takes. Whatever it I takes. Think, I think they have a, a great starting point. Which is they really do fresh, go wherever. Yeah, just re- relaunch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Eric, why don't we uh, do a little deep dive? Because we want to ask the the real hard, important questions. <laughs> oh, oh boy! To, okay. to kind of get into on. it, because Lisa, I, I can see it in her eyes. She's got like fire burning questions. <laughs> Oh man! This is where you find out my secret really is just asking questions along the way, like organically. Mm-hmm. I, I do mean, have, okay. I do have one. Okay, sure. What is too many cats? Oh wow! Okay, so currently we have six. Okay, yeah, you might be right. That might be too many. That is, it's a lot. It's a lot now. <laughs> I need to I need to explain okay. that part of this is my fault because 
so Meg, my fiance, she had uh, four cats. And I brought one into the equation. Mm-hmm. And then we rescued a cat together that we were going to rehabilitate and you know what, what's the term for that like, uh, uh re rehome re rehome it and then we just kind of fell in love with the cat and then couldn't get rid of it oh like you were fostering <laughs> maybe that was yeah like, we were fostering, fostering. Yeah, that's okay. what it was yeah yeah um so yeah that's my fault <laughs> partially, I, say, partially. I don't know that i could just a give couple... one up that i've been taking care of though either yeah um a couple of the cats are a little on the older side so it's you know Aww. yeah well like like one of them uh this this cat named beast He's, uh, he, I have to give him like medication twice a day and stuff. And he, you know, uh, but he's, he's adorable. That was like my cat. <laughs> she lived to be 18, but she did have her yeah. own pillbox. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it, get, it did get to the point where it's like, well, you know, things are stopping. So you get this pill in the morning, this is the afternoon, yep, yep. this syringe is for this. Yeah. We'll fight about it, but you'll love me later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. They're worth it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, you know. <laughs> Aw, well, see I'm telling you, I have the deep questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> well, since we've already covered that, I don't know if I've, I can match that. I, I mean, don't, yeah. That was, that was the deepest one. The deep dive. Oh, yeah. That's the most important question. <laughs> but I, I'll try. Um, I do I do want to kind of go into something because we kind of touched on the sure. podcast a similar thing. You've kind of covered that. So, I mean, I don't I think we've got that pretty much sure. pretty much figured out. Mm-hmm. But OK. Um, from what I could tell, from what I, I dug up, you're a bit of history buff. Would would that be incorrect to say? I I think that's accurate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. We we mentioned so, you're, you're that you're an author. You've had uh, a blog, a podcast, and a book series, Epic mm-hmm. Fails. That's correct. Now, which yep. which one of these so. things actually started first? Okay, so it started back in college. Uh, it was the blog. Mm-hmm. I started this blog, and I didn't expect it to go anywhere. Uh, but what happened was, <laughs> uh, throughout, like throughout school, just a school in general, mm-hmm. public school, mm-hmm. like I had very little interest in history and it wasn't until college that I like really did a deep dive. And I was like, I've been missing all of this. Like, it's so much more interesting than what I was given, like in middle school and high school, because we're given like this cookie cutter version. It's, right. you know very black and white but when you really dig into the details it's fascinating you know um and a lot of times history is kind of you know history is told from the victor's point of view and we're always like putting people on pedestals but we're never looking at them critically true you know there's a lot we can learn from like the mistakes of history that's the interesting stuff Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of pretty funny stuff that's happened you know <laughs> you know yeah, like as i was flipping through ignore. some of yours i was like oh my god these are great like this is yeah content well, thank you. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that was just that's kind of how it started I, I just felt like i need to get the word out on some of this stuff like this is you know i feel like not enough people have that view of it you know sure. mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah it was basically like instead of like you know <laughs> praising people i wanted to you know cri- criticize historical figures sure sure yeah. and i mean that's, <laughs> that's kind of how it started at least yeah. you know yeah and that's actually um, a, a pretty uh interesting approach especially considering now is kind of based on what you just said there you weren't really sure. into history uh growing up at growing least. up is that yeah. why you kind of aimed the book series toward middle school kids 
Kinda. So the book series came a little bit later, but um, originally with the blog, I was kind of aiming at like college age students, mm-hmm. you know, because you know the the humor and stuff. It was a little bit, you know, <laughs> less kid friendly, sure. I guess, at first. Um, and yeah, it was just it was originally more for fun, but I kind of kept it going, and it started to kind of build up a little bit of a fan base. Um, and that's actually how I met Ben Thompson, uh, oh. who's got his own blog and his he's got his own series of books and stuff. Uh, he's uh, from badassoftheweek.com. Uh, he's written a few different book series, including Guts and Glory and all that. Uh, so we kind of got talking and I had talked to him like, you know, I've been considering writing a book at some point. And my original thought was just like, have like it be like one book with a bunch of different stories, like an anthology of different epic fails throughout history. And uh yeah, we ended up, long story short, we ended up collaborating on on the books together. Oh. And he thought that, you know, aiming at like a middle grade audience might be the way to go and to do it as like a series of books rather than just one big one, you know? Mm. Sure. So that's kind of kind of how that came along. <laughs> but I mean, it's done in a very non-condescending way. So you guys are actually yeah. hitting a, a, a nice balance of, of trying to educate and mm-hmm. inform mm-hmm. while also kind of being somewhat entertaining. Yeah, we try. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we tried uh, with with the middle grade. So with the books, not only were we were we aiming at like a younger audience because, um, well, you know, we we wanted to get kids interested in history like earlier on because there's so many adults that just don't care that never sure. learned about right. it that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> we all get to deal the, with today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Deep south. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. So with the books, though, instead of just being about like, uh, just, just like the biggest epic fails in history, we wanted to focus in on the ones where it was failures that led to success. It was all about perseverance and not right. giving up. It was about. You know, like the first one's on the Wright brothers. And a lot of people don't realize before they had their success with, you know, creating the world's first airplane, they had a lot of failures that they had to overcome. Like every step of the way, something went wrong. It was like Murphy's Law, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's a crazy story how, you know, these two guys, they changed the world just because they had this idea that they didn't give up on. So that's kind of like the theme of the books specifically, uh, which I really enjoyed, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I think they're, you know, we all, we all you know, have, we all have failures that we have to overcome, you know, we have uh, mistakes that we have to learn from, and that's just part of the human experience. Right. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you do learn from, <laughs> you know, those mistakes, right. you know, and I think that's what history is all about. And that's yeah. inspiring to kids that age, or at least I would hope it would be. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, I hope so. Yeah. I've gotten some good feedback, um, you know, from kids. I've done some, you know, events at schools and things like that. Uh, ben and I actually did uh, an event at the Smithsonian uh, a couple years back wow. when we when the nice. books were first coming out, which was pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. What's really funny though is we flew out uh, for the event in January, and it was the the month that Trump uh, caused the what was it called the government shutdown? Oh, the insurrection then happened. No, it was before that. Oh, like, this we're is, talking uh, way back. Oh, yeah, the government shutdown. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah I think it was twenty eighteen. 
the shutdown happened right as we were flying out there. And of course, the Smithsonian's are part of the government, so they shut down. Oh, we had no. the event scheduled and everything, so we flew out for no reason. And we got stuck in the, was it the cyclone? The the um, the polar vortex. That's oh, it my God. So it was like, it was so cold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was so freaking cold. And like we were out there for no reason, we were just stuck there for like a week, and <laughs> it was it was the funniest thing. It was like, of course, of course, this would happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? So we we had fun with it though. We took a picture outside of this museum with the sign that said "closed due to the government shutdown," and it's like epic fails. Hashtag epic fails. <laughs> <laughs> Come check out our books. You know, <laughs> we're here for a book signing that we can't get into. I mean, honestly, uh, so kind of it was perfect so on PR, brand. even if it was annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was perfect the way it worked out. But what's really cool is that we did get an opportunity to go back later okay. uh, that, that year. And that that event was amazing. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, like the history of NASA and all that. And so to see some of that stuff up close, because I hadn't actually been to the Air and Space Museum before. So that was that was really something. Yeah. And they had like it was we were geeking out the whole time because I was just pointing to things like, oh, we wrote about that. Like that's in the, that's in the book. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like the the air, the little wind tunnel that the Wright brothers made and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, the first book, like I mentioned, was on the Wright brothers. The second one was on the early days of NASA, you know, the space race and all that. Mm-hmm. The third one was on it's, it's called Not So Great Presidents. And that was an interesting one because initially, okay, so this was actually the idea of the the editor when we were coming up with like concepts that we might want to write about. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I want you guys to do a book on the presidents. It's like, okay, okay, uh, which ones? And (laughs) they didn't really have a lot of feedback for us, so we kind of had to figure it out. We ended up writing about all of them. And then cutting it down to which ones kind of made the most sense for the book. <laughs> so they, we we wrote way more material than we needed to for that book and then just cut it down. Aww. That's <laughs> probably part of the process, though, huh? Or, oh, um... yeah, definitely. Like with the, the NASA book, I went way over word count on that one just because there's so much cool stuff to talk about. Yeah. And they're and they're like, no, let's just end it here with the Apollo Soyuz mission. Uh, but I want I got into like Elon Musk and SpaceX and hey, all that. DLC. Like I, was, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was covering everything initially. And they're like, no, let's just keep it to this era. I'm like, all right. <laughs> just so you <laughs> don't like, get in trouble from people who are like still alive. or whatever. <laughs> Well, I think part of it was they're like, you know, they're, we're aiming these at middle schoolers. So we don't want like a 2000 page, you know, <laughs> that's fair. Actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, so you guys, that was that was like really the only challenge they're writing for that age group is just that we kind of had to keep it a little on the shorter side. Sure. Oh yeah. Now, are you guys still working on these books? Or are you still are you looking to make any more? We would love to work on more. Uh, the last one we came out with was the Age of Exploration, totally getting lost, mm-hmm. uh, which is another really fun one. Like that that covers all sorts of stuff, uh, just people, you know, explorers and stuff, but. What's cool about that one is it gets into some some subjects that people don't really I don't even know how to explain it. I apologize. <laughs> like Columbus, for instance, mm-hmm. like a lot of people like kind of like revere him. But if you really look at his story, like he was yeah, not someone to praise, right. you know, which to I think say we finally least. sort of kind of got our yeah. act together with over the last few years. 
Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, he does not deserve a holiday. Mm-hmm. He lucked out. And yes, because of what he did, like, yeah, it opened up, you know, trade and all that. Also opened up colonization and all sorts of horrible things mm-hmm. and slavery and all that. So there's definitely a dark history there. And that was kind of a tricky subject to to kind of make it appropriate for kids. But we were really... We thought that was really important, mm-hmm. you know, that kids learn that this was not a good guy. Right. You know? um, and, you know, so it was kind of interesting to take some of that t- type of stuff and kind of make it a little lighthearted, but also point out like, yeah, Ooh. he's well, Columbus then, is not a cool dude. <laughs> would that would that be like the hardest topic you think you've kind of come across with trying to make it more relatable to a younger generation? Such- I think so. Okay. Yeah. With that one, it was kind of tough to talk about. It was tough to figure out which subjects to cover because like originally we wanted to do Cortez and then it's like no it's that gets pretty dark so yeah <laughs> stuff like yeah, that I guess it's trying to figure out that balance yeah yeah towing that line exactly. but but yeah as far as like future books uh there's so many possibilities you know there's we want to do a book on inventors because there's a lot of inventions Ooh, that, that happened accidentally yeah so that would be cool um yeah, there's definitely a lot of a lot of material out there for sure. We have we actually came up with like a list of like 20 different possibilities. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of, uh, you know, hey. I hate to say it depends on sales, but it kind of does. So we'll, well see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you, know. you know, you still got to fund it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I kind of yeah. hope that at least there is a, a better opportunity that will come around that will allow you to do that. Because just hearing you talk about what you're trying to do. Even if you're you're trying to dig into it, but you're still trying to, like you said, toe that line of, of being lighthearted, but still being factual. For sure. You think about, I mean, I remember when I was in school, you talk about Christopher Columbus. That was the only thing we were told. Oh, yeah. He discovered America. <laughs> he Boom. was and, yeah. Which, the gift. First of all, he discovered he it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Vikings, you know, Eric, Leif Erikson and all that. We get into that in the but, book. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but sat down, had a lovely meal. But that's like the, oh, yeah. the baseline oh, man, of what the whole they Thanksgiving say. Thanksgiving myth, too. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't yeah. go into any more detail. It's just like he discovered America, right? And that's it. Yep. And and I don't know if that's changed at all in school. You know, I mean, as far as my kids, it depends on the state. Unfortunately, yeah. it depends on the state. And that's where these books would be fantastic. So if you're mm-hmm. getting those into the kids' hands, the right kids' hands, yeah. hopefully they will take this and be like, huh, okay. And then they'll question that and hopefully dive deeper and dig deeper. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's that's my hope, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, um, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a kid out there who's like, no, this is stupid. This is wrong. But it's because. Well, it's... you have to let them get away from their parents for a little bit first. Yeah. <laughs> Where they start to develop like their own thoughts and opinions, you know, hopefully. Totally. It could be but, the same. But, but at least could. you plant a seed. Right. <laughs> You right. know, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully that works out overall. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Like for the blog, it's really funny. Um, some of the comments I get, I get, man, I get oh, some hate mail. I can imagine. And it's funny because like I do my best to be as factual as possible. I do a lot of research on this stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, every now and then I'll flub something, but it's something minor usually. Mm-hmm. But the people, the things that people latch onto are, um. Like the Columbus art, like I originally, one of my oldest articles was on Columbus and people got mad at me. Like they were like defending him and stuff. And it's, and it's so funny because they clearly haven't done the research themselves. They're usually know? the ones they just that are the most to, like, confident. Fox News, uh, 
you know talking points right. and stuff you know yeah exactly that's the thing yeah um, like they're so. so confident you have to like you almost double check your own self like really wait yeah yeah exactly and that <laughs> I've gotten oh, better right. about dealing with that, but like originally that used to like cause me like a lot of the anxiety. I was like, oh my God, did I get something wrong right. here? Like mm. and I have to like reevaluate everything. I read three books and I'm like, wait, I was right the whole time. Screw you. Right. You read a tweet. <laughs> you know? Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the frustrating side of things sometimes, but you know, it's hard to I, navigate to... in today's ecosystem like that. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> it really is hard to navigate. Maybe we'll yeah. figure it out in 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've also got, of course, the Epic Fails of History podcast. Yeah. Uh, which is currently on on hiatus, mostly because of Podcasters Assemble. I was wondering. <laughs> Taking up yeah, so much of my time. I bet. But it is coming back. Uh, we actually recorded uh, the first episode of season three a few months back. But just I haven't had time to edit it and put it out yet. But we're I've got a few episodes planned and uh I'm going to try some new things formatting wise. So uh, I think I think it's going to be good. Oh, fine. I've got some cool subjects uh, coming up. Uh, we got like the Mongol invasions of Japan, uh, which is an interesting one. That's basically the game uh, Ghost of Tsushima takes place during that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so a lot of cool stuff. Uh, there's this uh, one subject I really want to dig into on the Battle of Karen Sebish. You've probably never heard of it, but it's probably one of the funniest epic fails in all of history it's ridiculous well, i'll have to keep an eye i don't on know that. if i should spoil it for you no, but... well i don't know <laughs> i'm hoping to get that out yeah I'll it's already it. happened right so you want to wait for like... it okay yeah i want to hear i want to hear your yeah, spoilers take for something that happened five you know, years ago. i know but see i went to one of those really independent fundamental baptist schools so my education wasn't oh. great everything came from god you see so now i have to go out yeah. and do my own <laughs> research now so i can see how it happened yeah just um yeah 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 i'm I'm okay so that that brings up another thing religion's tricky um yeah, like, I, bet it I want to i you know i did a four-part article on the crusades at one point mm-hmm. that's a touchy subject for some people <laughs> understandably it gets dark yeah but like people have opinions sure they do <laughs> people yeah. have some really strong opinions about that and i do want to do that as a podcast episode at some point because there is some fascinating stuff there oh, and God. stuff that people don't even know history about. of religion but is like, really fascinating yeah it's hard to even begin to approach that mm-hmm. one though i'm not even sure <laughs> that would be a tough one yeah but i think it's yeah. just one of those things no matter what there's always going to be that opposing side that's going to say whatever you know they mm-hmm. they don't agree with it you're wrong and we'll just have to okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's about the best you can yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without avoiding it altogether. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I try and you know, I try to keep it entertaining. I some of the subjects I cover are pretty dark obviously. Mm. But um, as it's our history. I try to find some kind of positive message out of it. Like something we can learn from from these events, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, yeah. I did want to talk about uh, another project you have. That I sure. saw on your Twitter. Um, oh yeah, okay. Sunshine State. What's uh, yes? What's this? Uh, I wish I had more to report on it right now, but I don't. Um, I, so this is a project I actually started a couple years back, and the artist I'm working with he currently lives overseas, and when the 2020 pandemic hit, unfortunately, like he he's had a lot of. Um, challenges he's had to overcome on his end Mm -hmm. um 
from what I understand, he's he's so we the idea is we're we're hoping to put this uh proposal together to pitch to Image Comics. Um fingers crossed, you know, mm, who knows. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the goal. Um and then of course if they reject it, there's like six other ones we want to try. Um but yeah, so it's a it's a horror comic that we're working on. I don't want to give too much away because there's a pretty big twist in the first issue. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but right now it's it's basically only on hold uh, because we're waiting on the final pages. Okay. Uh, so much fun. For the proposal. But yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, oh, man. I do want to talk about it. Oh, I but bet. I can't give away that twist. <laughs> yeah. I, no, don't spoil it. I think you guys... I think y'all would dig it. I really do. I'm, oh, I'm a sure. huge uh, comic nut i'm yeah i don't know if we've actually talked about that here publicly or whatever but you know i love comic books and me too indie comics um oh, they, yeah. they always kind of pique my interest like i feel like I, I don't pay attention to them as much as i know i should but when one catches my eye I'm, I'm on it and yeah uh, seeing that you were doing this i was like okay okay i'm there yeah and it's I do want to dig in deeper to it, but I don't want, like you said, you got a, you got a twist, so yeah. I don't want to ask a lot of questions yeah. about it. But I did want to kind of bring it up because I did see it. Yeah, so we really, I will say we, so the title Sunshine State, and we really play with that a little bit. I mean, it's a horror comic set in Florida, and if you know anything about Florida, it's not always say, sunny. Is that just like, is it really as <laughs> horrible as it always sounds? Well, <laughs> pros and cons, pros and cons. You know, I mean, I hate to say here, that because I'm sure it's lovely in many other regards, <laughs> but I don't know. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hashtag Florida, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a real thing. I have known a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's so the story it's I will tell you that the story takes place during a hurricane okay. and it's about a bunch of college friends who are hunkering down during the storm because they're all broke. And then something happens during the storm as they're trapped with no cell coverage. Oh, no. That was probably the scariest part for kids. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, we didn't used to be able to do that all the time. Well, if you think about it, a lot of horror movies back in the day would be solved if people had cell phones. I mean, really? I know. And I wanted to play with that a little bit. Like, what if, you know, because during a hurricane, sometimes you can't Your get Your cell tower can anyone. go down, yeah. Uh, you know, and this is, I'm not saying it's autobiographical, but I've, you know, hunkered down through a few hurricanes before just because I had to, because I was broke, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. didn't have a choice, you know. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of, I put some of my own experiences in there, but then added a whole nother layer of this is terrifying you know because <laughs> oh, well. the storm itself is scary enough but there's something else that happens how do we follow for into. it just follow your uh twitter or does it have yeah, its own if you just uh you can follow me uh at eric slater that's uh e-r-i-k-s-l-a-d as in dog e-r um and i'll post updates as they come up um i'm on twitter and instagram nice um and yeah like i said i i hope to have more you know to talk about later in the year fingers crossed you know yeah just oh, waiting to hear back from the artist. Such a busy little bee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I've got that, and then I'm also working on... I've got a few other projects, uh, but one of the big ones right now that I'm trying to finish this year is I've got a sci-fi detective story. It looks like it's going to be a novella uh, that I've been writing, and uh, I'm hoping... I, I don't know it when it'll be out. It sounds like fun but, already when you said novella. Uh, yeah, it's... 
I'm on my ninth draft of it because I really I wanted I want this to be polished before I even send it to an editor. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's not much I could say about that either because okay. you know. <laughs> well, I guess you're just gonna have <laughs> to mystery, follow but... his Twitter, man. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Coming so. out here soon. Yeah, just Check that's a little you know tease, little sneak mm-hmm. little tease there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's called twenty two ninety nine, by the way. That's that's that story. Twenty two ninety nine and Sunshine State and epic fails mm-hmm. of history and podcasters assemble. <laughs> yeah, stay freaking busy. <laughs> I napped yesterday. <laughs> made a cheesecake. Made my stomach hurt because I ate too much. But hey, you had a reason. I did. You had a reason. At it least. was her anniversary yesterday. Oh, nice. Well, I guess Congrats. I should say mine and my hubs, right? Not just right. mine, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, awesome. you're the only one here. So that's, that's true. Why that's we fair. Acquitted. Right. Yes. In, the, in the conversation. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. ate lots of food. <laughs> that's, that's how you good, celebrate. Though. Yeah. Since we're still not yeah. going out, I brought it here. I made crab legs and filet and asparagus Ooh. and cheesecake and twice baked potatoes and. I'm Two jelly. o'clock this morning, awesome. my stomach was like, was that really a good idea? All those things that you did. And I was like, well, at the time <laughs> it sounded good, but I guess not now. So It's always enjoyable in the moment. Right. <laughs> Heck yeah. Excellent. Well. You got anything else for this man? I, I mean, I don't. Yep. That's also amazing. I'm more in awe and I love the work ethic, man. Sure. I hope you keep, I, I really <laughs> I seriously, I hope you I, keep going for it. I think too many setbacks sets a lot of people back that they don't keep going for it. And it's it's good to talk yeah. to someone who's like, no, I love all these things and I'm just gonna keep creating it. And what sticks That's the thing. Great. You know, that's the thing. Like I it's almost a compulsion. Like a, <laughs> it's almost like, oh, I have a problem. Why do I do this to myself? But like I just I just need to get it out there. Yeah. You know. Like I, you know. I got the creative bug, I guess, and I got to do something with it, you know? And <laughs> I got to do something creative. Hey, if it's working out for you and you're having a good time, sweet. That's the thing, yeah. I feel yeah, like you made you know. it then. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find that balance between stressing myself out and having fun with it. And I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. 2017 was my, my challenging year where I did just that. I, yeah. I stretched myself very thin. Yeah, you did. Oh, man. But... <laughs> But there was a lot of good content. So yeah, oh yeah, totally. I'll say that that's good. And I, I just gotta harangue um, him for the last episode too. I don't, I don't get it. What what I what I gotta do for you, BB? We're so close. <laughs> Super Mega um, Crash Adventures, as I'm sure you've heard about. Like one episode left, I think. And then it's the well, series in the. I've can. still got yeah. two. I got. I'm still working on. Five. That's exciting. I'm Blind. still working on five. Yeah. I'll get there. I don't. I'm. It'll happen. Yeah, it's really good though, you guys. Like, oh. we may we may have nice. to um, share a little something there. Just give a okay, test. yeah, dude. I'm like, cause I'm so excited for it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Right, whatever I gotta do, we'll give him a taste. Get him back on there. But yeah, excellent. Oh, go ahead. And before I forget, so we're we're wrapping up season five podcast podcasters yes. assemble yeah. right now, mm-hmm. which is of course Mortal Kombat. Uh, we're talking about coming back this fall for Ghostbusters because there is a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Another one? Did I miss this? Did you miss that? I guess I did. I remember the one with all the chicks and everyone was pissed because their fictional characters couldn't be women. (laughs) I'll send you a trailer. I enjoyed that one. But yeah. I thought so too. I mean, it was just like it was... nonsense and tomfoolery. I mean, but I yeah, don't know. Exactly. Maybe I don't expect as much out of my media as other people. 
<laughs> like, I was yeah, entertained. That's that. fine. Like, what? Yeah. This new one looks pretty good, though. Uh, we'll mm. see. Nice. Excellent. We'll see. Just like with Indiana Jones, I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's always a good idea, right? Excellent. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for having me. This has been awesome. Well, we've uh, loved having you. This has been a great conversation. This is fun. I love when people are chatty. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it easy. Yeah, if you just need me to shut up, just let me know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I was baking on that this week. Like I told Stephen, I was like, we're going to talk a lot because I still napped a lot this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. thanks so much, man. So, all right. So we can find him on Twitter. We can find him on Instagram. That's right. Is that it? Where, where, where else? You can stalk we be? me on Facebook too if you want. Oh, okay. I, I don't do yeah. Facebook, so I keep forgetting about it now. It's worth yeah, not that I'm like above anybody. I just couldn't be bothered to keep up with that many social medias. You know, I'm like, I just can't. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's our show then. Be Wrap sure to go up. follow uh, Eric Slater there at Eric, E R I K, like you said, S L A D as in dog, E R, over on the Twitterverse mm-hmm. and Instagram. Uh, you can also follow Casters Assemble which is yeah. uh, the one that's currently running now. We're about to wrap up Mortal Kombat series. Um, yep. The next one is left. the new one, right? The next, yeah. Next yeah, we're one finally getting to that. I'm currently editing it, and hopefully it'll be out on time. There we go. <laughs> you can follow that, too. Those are, like, a lot of fun. I think it's very interesting the way he cuts it up. You guys, you siblings have listened to us uh, talk about that, so you know what it is. Go follow <laughs> that as have. well. Yeah, better have, right? Uh, yeah, and you guys are always great on it. I, I've loved all your entries. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. The first time I listened to it, I did tell Stephen, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I stand out too much. Like, everybody's being so calm and, like, very informative. And I'm just like, so they walked down the hallway as a bad guy. <laughs> she was actually no, you, worried you, you, you weren't going to put her in it. And I was like, no, you're going to be in it. You're fine. She's like, I don't know. I w- if I had to choose between both of you, you know, it would definitely be Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, Steven. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) No, no. Honestly, Steven, you've been great, too. Like, all all your, um, you know, repping for Kong and stuff Mm -hmm. on the GBK episodes. I I really enjoyed that throughout, you know. Mm, I tried. Kong wins. Yeah, these are fun. (laughs) I'm going to keep my eyes. I mean, if there's ever any other topics or whatever that I think I know about, I've had fun with this, and I'd love to... (laughs) One day you'll just see it in your inbox again. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. No, you guys are always welcome. Excellent. Links will be in the show notes, by the way. For anybody who just wants the easy out, I'll put all the links down oh, below yeah. so you can find them like I nice always do. Nice and easy for you. And while mm-hmm. you're there, you can leave us a comment. You know what you say? You know what you say? Because that's our show. You can also hit us up sometime on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash or send an email over to SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts all of his time and love into. Uh, You can support the show. It is good. It is, right? They're so (laughs) cute. I've been enjoying those. Yeah, they're cool. I love them so much. I I love the Vegas one you did. I used to live in Vegas. I was like, oh, yeah. That was the New York, New York. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. Especially the one where we were. Anyway, I could go on and on about those (laughs) because he does such a cute job on all of them uh but also remember you can uh you can like and leave your reviews on your preferred platform and even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil of paper productions uh you can tell your friends and your enemies if you like to find the pencil of paper podcast network or search super mega crash brothers turbo on apple podcast podbean spotify google play stitcher iHeartRadio, pandora if people use that anymore amazon music and even youtube.com forward slash pencil paper productions thank you so much for listening i am lacia finley 
And I am Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then... Game on! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.